Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. We hope you've had a wonderful game week six. I'm Phil. I'm here with Mike. How are you, Mike? Well, good golly, Miss Molly. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm very well. Thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually feeling a bit ill, but that's fine. Oh. I'll cope. Uh, Mike, you look like a floating head. It's very dark in your room, but you're screaming. <laughs> yes, yes, just face. <laughs> just prepping for Halloween. Um, yeah, dark room, uh, dark top, dressing gown on, lads. I'll be honest. Uh, I, I've uh, I've not gone for the smoking jacket. Um, but yeah, dressing gown on. It's uh, it's it feels very late on a Tuesday night. It's only half past nine, but feels <laughs> feels like the witching hour. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm ready and ready to go though, lads. Okay, and Ant, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, after five days of uh, avoiding the madness that is the panic buying of petrol, unfortunately, boys, I did have to join them tonight, and that is why we are delayed. I do apologise. Um, but yeah, it does feel a little bit like the country's losing the plot, doesn't it, boys? Oh, mate, you should have. Ju- if you'd needed petrol, you should have said, "I've got a load in ice cube trays in my freezer." <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- you, sh- you could have just asked. I've got the ten jerry cans in my garden. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Good times, boys. But it was successful. So happy days. I saw a video of some lady filling up. Oh, she bought two one-liter Volvic bottles from the petrol mm. station, poured them into the bin, and tried filling them up, uh, that, which obviously doesn't work because the sizes don't match up. She just spewed petrol all over the forecourt. Chaos. I mean, just mad. People are losing the plot, mate. People are losing their sweet minds. Talking of losing their sweet minds, how was game week six for everyone? And how'd you get on? Well, crisis, boys. It's not. It's not just petrol, is it, boys? My team this week had an absolute shocker: thirty-eight points in total, five below average, um, and that is a really low average as well. I mean, when you've got Ethan Pinnock last on your bench and he scores as many points on his own as six of my outfield players combined, <laughs> you, you you know you're having a really really bad week. I mean. You, I presume to rub it in, Phil, because you knew he was last on my bench, said, oh, and you jammy sod, you've got Ethan Pinnock, he's got seven points. Yeah, he's last on my bench, mate. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, just a, just a disaster, really, boys. Um, well, let's start at the back. Sanchez in goal, two. Uh, Luke Shaw got injured, didn't he? Came off early doors in got United. Booked injured. Oh, booked and injured. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, thank you for that. 33 minutes in. Yeah, booked and injured. Lovely. Zero points. Um, <laughs> Christensen, one. TAA. I mean, who saw Liverpool conceding three goals uh, away at Brentford? I certainly didn't. Uh, so, single point for him. Um, Mar- Mar- Marshall, Marshall, uh, Wolves, six points. Good clean sheet for them somehow uh, away at Saints. He was the only one in, in my back five who did anything. Midfield boys. I did have Demario Gray who got six and Salah had seven. Uh, and, but Pogba sat there with just two. And then my front three boys. Well, as with most people in the game this week, I went with Cristiano Ronaldo four points not great i did panic a little bit when i saw united had missed a last minute penalty at that stage you didn't know who it was uh, and there was a small mercy in that it wasn't actually ronaldo of course it was bruno but other than that dennis won antonio did score the last minute winner uh so he got eight but 38 in total and i had gallagher on the bench last night of course we got a sister he had four and pinnock who got seven um so a bit of a shocker boys i just broken into top 400 in the league back down to 440 um and I'm going to suggest that you boys have probably beaten me this week. Am I right, Mike? 
Uh, well, uh, certainly in my case, yes, Ant. Um, uh, just, just a quick, uh, just while I remember, you mentioned Trent there. Um, uh, uh, Klopp has come out and said that he's a major doubt for Sunday's game. I've just seen that. I've already made two transfers this week. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, 75% with a groin injury, according to the game. There you go. Uh, well, I'll sort you through my week, lads. Uh, normally, we'd save the best till last, but uh, spoiler alert, you're having it now. Um <laughs> Look uh, yeah, yeah. Again, lads. Uh, happy days, really. My midfield was where where the points really lay. Um, Rafina, I stuck with him um, despite the kind of uh, uh, warnings that he may well be out injured. Uh, returned with eight points. My man Ismail Assar. That has proved to be quite an inspired transfer. In um, two goals the previous week for me, and then uh, another this weekend. Salah got me seven. Um, and it was a real toss-up for me between him and Ronaldo as to who I captained. And, and obviously, that would have been the case with, with most people this weekend. Um, I think they were by far and away the two most captain players. Um, all sorts of controversy Saturday morning when my login just disappeared. In fact, my, not just my login, my entire account uh, loaded, <laughs> up, loaded up the app for, you know, for like the 50th time that morning, because that's what I do. Um, and it just said, your, your account doesn't exist anymore. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was having a mad panic because I was um, trying to switch from Salah to Ronaldo, um, uh, the captaincy. As it turned out, that did happen somehow. I don't know, someone at FPL obviously got word that that was what I was trying to do and sorted it out for me. Um, and of course, retrospectively, I wish that hadn't have happened. But um, yeah, Salah for seven points. Uh, and my man Andros Townsend again, lads. Like I say, another one who's come in and 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 instantly hit the ground running last couple of weeks for me. Ten points from him. Um, in defence, not a lot to shout about other than Luca Dina finally got me a return of five points. Um, Ramsdale got me three, got me a little bonus point for some some saves he was making there, and and is now cemented. I think his his position as first choice. Um, the front three of Lukaku, uh, Puki, and Ronaldo. Nothing to write home about there, but 52 points, lads. Um, and for once, I only spent four points on transfers. That's so, um, so a net score of 48. Nice, nicely done, Mike. Very mm. good, Mike. Thank you, lads. You, as I'll say again, you're you are the man to beat, uh, between right. the three of us. I'll say you are making some very inspired decisions. I yeah. feel very uncomfortable with this situation, yeah. And I would, <laughs> I, I, so you should, lads. The fact that that I am in many ways leading the way here um, is an abomination on the two of you, frankly. You, you should, well, you should feel ashamed of yourselves. You say okay. that I am four points above you at the moment, Mike. Okay. Uh, well, that that I mean that that tarnishes things slightly. Phil, what were you going <laughs> to say? I've, I've have you got a, have you got a, a transfer spend there? Uh, well, no, I know that you've at least spent an average game week's worth of points. And you're still above me, so that's frustrating. Mm. Yeah. Um, how, uh, how did you get on, Phil? How did you get on, matey? Yeah, well, uh, slightly better than Ant, but uh, only really um, slightly. Uh, Sanchez two, Alexander Arnold one, Regulon somehow got me four. Um, I don't really, un- I don't really understand. Um, oh, we got an assist. Yeah, he got a late late assist. Uh, Livramento two. I mean, I mentioned it last week, boys. Traore. I quite happily throw him in a skip if I was strong enough. I had to keep him because I had you'd, more. You'd keep dropping him. He'd slip through your hands. He, he always himself. Exactly. Um, exactly. This is the problem. Also, highly flammable. Uh, they wouldn't let him on the. Um, they wouldn't let him on the tip. That is true. <laughs> uh, the, 
the the issue is I keep having problems that need sorting that are more important than Traore. And each week I think, well, Traore has got a decent fixture. So, uh, you know, I'll just have to bite the bullet and keep him. Like I'm going to have to do this week. Uh, he got one, didn't start, brilliant. Uh, Damari Gray, six. Salah, seven. Rafinha, eight. That is the highlights of my team. Lukaku, Ronaldo, uh, King, Josh King, I bought in for five points to free up some funds. Bamford to King. Um, and he, he thought he'd scored. Did you, did you see? He thought he'd scored. Just, just going to say, did you see how happy he was? I've, I never saw him that, that excited to score for Bournemouth. Ripped off his shirt and he ran, ran to the home fans. Uh, I need to be called offside. Unlucky Josh. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was extremely happy. I tell you, he mm. wasn't extremely happy. Me, because <laughs> um, not only <laughs> I made a, I made a big mistake on Saturday morning, I think, or Saturday very maybe a late Friday night. You'll remember that on the podcast last week, it was a it was a tie. The game we do to decide who picks our captain, it was a tie. Mm. Well, at some point in the dark of the night on Friday. I had a look to see who won the punt the previous week online on our Twitter punt. And FPL Dan G won won the punt. And so I thought, oh, I better let him know he's got to pick my captain. Don't know why. Don't know why I thought that. So I messaged him, said, uh, Dan, you need to pick my captain. This is my team. So he picked my captain. Uh, my captain was going to be Salah. So I would have at least had seven more points. But he picked Ronaldo. He wasn't being harsh. Um and we, we cried about it together. But I don't know why I did that, because I should have had my own choice this, this week. Mm, yes, indeed. So what did you actually finish on? Uh, a whopping 42. Okay. Wow. So, but before okay. we find out then what Ant's putting in the hamper, um, I, I just want to flag up what I didn't mention him because he, he, he dropped to my bench. Um, but I know you're frustrated with Traore, but actually he's quite a cheap pick. Um whack on uh, another 0.6 mil. And there's a lot of people making a mistake with Ferran Torres. Hello. Look, lads, he had one hat-trick. Well done against Arsenal. Yeah, but apart from that, he's hauled two, three, three, zero, and zero. Like, yeah, yeah. people, have, people have, have been kind of a bit sparkled and confused by that one performance against Arsenal. Outside of that, he's never maxed more than three points. So... I'm getting him out of my team, lads. Same here. Him, as I move, Chelsea Tastic. And he did you take any hits me. last week? Because every week you say, "Oh, I've got so many issues. I think I might have to take a hit, boys." And uh, <laughs> very much in that, very much in that tone. Yeah, I do. That's that is that's a very good impression. No, I didn't take a hit. So much so that I had two transfers, boys, for this week. And in a shock twist, and I'll come on to this in more detail later. I've made my two transfers already. For this game oh, week, oh, oh the back this page. Wow. This is, I mean, these hey, are hey, sensational please. scenes. Maybe the, the petrol fumes have gone to my head. Who knows? Mm. Absolutely. Uh, me and you have both done the same. I'm guessing that we brought in the same players. Well, we'll find out in a bit. Oh, I, mean, we'll I hope the you, next game week. I really hope you've not basically done what I told you to do. Uh, I'll be very upset Don't if you've you both start. copied me. Don't you start? Don't after, if you've both gone Chelsea Tastic, I'm going to be. Oh. I'm going to be very unhappy. I didn't have the money to go Chelsea Tastic, so okay. spoiler alert, no, I, I did not. Okay, spoiler that's alert, when you transfer Bamford to Josh King, you get money, which makes you fund Chelsea Tastic defence. Oh, that's oh, a he has, he has copied you. So, basically, Ant, uh, yeah. let's cut to the chase. You, uh, of the three of us, came in with the lowest score, and therefore yep. the prize hamper that will be given away at the end of the season 
needs furnishing with another prize this week. Uh, hot off the back of a spiralizer being added to it. It's arrived. Uh, thank you, Amazon Lovely. Prime. Um, uh, the spiralizer from myself last week. A prize of a value of at least £5, Anthony. What will you be popping into the prize hamper this week? Good news, people. Do not worry about the fuel shortage. I'll be giving you an ESO gift voucher to the value of £5. Fill your cars <laughs> up. No, obviously, I'm joking. Um, for, yes. For those uh, of you who listened or watched on the week of Phil's birthday, will know that I got him an FPL3 uh, some branded mug. Have you got it to hand, Phil? Oh, he has. There it is. I will get another one of those made up and put in the hamper. I can confirm uh, that uh, I don't like to say how much I spent on your field, but I can confirm that it did cost more than five pounds. Wow. I, I tell you what we could do, boys, though, to devalue a little bit. We could all sign it before we put it in the hamper. How about that? Yeah, that'd be lovely, that. Sign it. I mean, there's, there's, there's delusions of grandeur there, but I'm, I'm more than happy to get involved. You are um, the face of AFC Bournemouth, mate. Um, voice, not face. Okay. Um, but yeah, very happy to get involved uh, with with that. That that's lovely, and and, and obviously okay. gives a little bit of branding to the hamper as well. Well, indeed, and um, yeah. So there we go. So I thought you know they could enjoy a nice hot drink while they're reading about the life and times of Nigel Mansell. It's fast becoming the equivalent <laughs> of a Radio One goodie bag. Uh, so that's <laughs> excellent news. Excellent news. Good times. All right. How, how'd you punch it on this week? I did all right. I was quite pleased because I went for Josh King, so he, he got me an assist. Um, and I think that's the first time a punt has come good for me all season. Okay. So how many points? He got five points, didn't he? He got five points, yeah. Okay. I had Andrew Robertson, and he got three points. Well, Ooh. boys. I had Andros Townsend, who Mike brought into his team, but oh. for some reason didn't make his punt. And he scored the penalty uh, against Norwich. So I think he got, let me just double well, check. I'll tell you now, we got 10 he points. Got 10 points. So that is a win for me. So it wasn't all bad for me last week then, boys. It wasn't. So now I need to be very clear about this because we had a rollover. Does that mean both myself and Phil, ignore what stupidity uh, you you went on board with at the weekend, Phil. Does that mean that both <laughs> me and Phil have our captain's pick this weekend? I think it does, doesn't it? Oh, well, that's disappointing. I mean that's that that is a double whammy. Good news for me just, though. I've just gone Chelsea Tastic. Who will be picking our captains? Who do I need to suck up to? Well, the winner of our punt uh, on Twitter on Saturday was FPL Buddy, who is an oh lovely... what a guy! Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he could so be your buddy. Yeah. FPL Buddy uh, went for a Bamiyang as his. And he picked a player of under two percent ownership. Went for a Bamiyang, and so he will be picking both of our captains. That's massive responsibility. That is if he picks differently, this could be huge. Like, Don't do that. Just controversial just... times. Oh, you're right, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that, was, that, was an, that was a genuine yawn. Yes, yes, you are. We're now at nine forty-two real time. Um, I, I would say. Um, don't feel that you have to pick different captains unless you want to pick Phil somebody other than Lukaku because I need Lukaku captaining, please and thank you. All I would say is, I. I really like FPL Danji, who picked Ronaldo for me. But if if Buddy picks me someone from an early kickoff, I will cry. Uh, because oh. that's what Ronaldo was. And that's why I would never have picked Ronaldo as my captain personally, because it's not ideal. It spoils Do you know what? It's the first time this myth of yours about the first game, it was the first time I actually agreed with you, because it was just, it kind of sets the tone for the weekend, doesn't it? If you have that 
captain in the first game and they don't haul, it just feels like that's the way your game week's going to go. I'll take the FPL buddy. I'll take any of my three Chelsea players. Okay. <laughs> he, he's not. He's not doing requests, Mike. He's not. He's not a DJ. Lukaku, Lukaku, Alonso, Christensen. Any of those three are fine by me. Christensen. Let's just hope for your sake that FPL buddy's managed to get fuel. Otherwise, you'd be in a bad mood, and that could be bad news for your captains, gents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel that, that really would uh, uh, add some fuel to the fire. Oh. So. Next week, not to not to um, preview next week too early, but next week we're going to do a team by team what we've learned because there's an international break. Oh, so, yeah. so we're going to do a, a team by team megapod, which is exciting. Um, but this week, uh, we we're going to go through the fixtures coming up, and we're going to go through what we've learned so far, um, especially the biggest traps and how to get out of them. I thought that might be nice. Yeah. Um, now with Ant winning. The punt and the decision would be made on who picks captains. I have got a little game if you want. Do you want a I little quiz? I'd, I'd like to play a quiz, but, but before we do, can I just ask why you've got so many flowers behind you? Have oh, you been is... really bad? Have this you done is... something really dreadful? This is incredible. So uh, my next door neighbour, Cole, lovely guy, he um, he texted me last week, like middle of last week, and said, oh, Cole? Colin. Short for Colin. Oh, okay. Not named after. I thought he was named after the, the fossil fuel. No, not old, <laughs> not old no. king. Um, okay. No, no. So he he texted me last week and he said, "Oh, where did you get your flowers from when you bought some flowers for your wife for Valentine's Day or whatever it was?" What? So, oh, well, no, hold on. Sorry, this is weird already. Why is why is old king Carl? Why is he coming to you for flower advice? Random. <laughs> that feels very random. What did he knock on the door and, and ask you that? No, no. He texted me. I think I think it's known. I'm quite. He texted you. Yeah. <laughs> To ask so you Phil. where you bought flowers from in February. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's a, it was a memorable moment for him as much as it was my wife. Oh wow! <laughs> is, he, is he quite lonely, Cole? No, no. He's got he's got a wife, Sarah. So anyway, so Cole texts me. He said, "Oh, where'd you get your flowers from?" So he wanted to get some, <laughs> he wanted to get some for his wife, right? So he got some flowers okay. for his wife, Sarah, which oh. arrived on on Thursday or Friday. Turns out they're going away for the week on Sunday. So we saw Sarah on Sunday and she said, Colin bought me these two bunches of flowers, but we're going away. So they're just going to be indoors looking at no one. And so she gave them to Holly. <laughs> Winner. Oh, Romance. And girls love flowers. And my next neighbor him... is effectively buying my wife flowers. Did you tell her to buy half the florist? I don't know why <laughs> two bunches. Okay. He must have done something really bad. Okay, that reminds me, once there was, a, there was a girl in our office whose boyfriend had really, really uh, made her upset and he sent a huge, great bouquet of flowers and she was too cross to have the flowers. So I bought them over my wife. <laughs> I hope Claire's not listening. I uh, I can pretty much solidly confirm she is not listening. Good news wife, for you. <laughs> I sent some flowers to my wife's work uh, when we had only just, well, I think we were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time and i didn't know how to order flowers online i clicked the wrong button and they turned up and it there were flowers and on it it said it's a girl oh gosh <laughs> yeah wow. i just clicked flowers for a girl and uh i, I made an error anyway so i've Sorry, got a... hold on flowers for a girl <laughs> a female a female how does, how does i mean even in oh. even even before you know this kind of gender neutral age we live in how would they have specified that the flowers are for a girl? Ask Interflora. I don't know. 
What did they have little little notes about Barbie dolls in them and uh, I don't know bra sizes? What? I, how? Oh wow! Can't remember. I honestly can't remember. But it was Interflora, so take it up with them. This anyway, is, this is nearly as interesting as hearing last week how pineapple eats your own mouth. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That was interesting. And your pineapple punt, Ant, you went Vardy, didn't you? That would have been a good call. Well, he scored a hat trick of sorts, didn't he? He did. He did he's doing very well? He scored five goals this season. Yeah, he's he's doing Under all right. The radar. Under he's the radar. Doing all right. Well, Leicester have just been a bit quiet, haven't they, to be honest with you? So that's yeah. probably why he's not sticking out too much. But uh, yeah, he scored two good goals and a very good own goal as well. Yeah. So, gents, quick game then. And then we get talking some FBL because we're 20 minutes in. And I feel like we've uh, gone off on too many tangents. So this game is joyous. It's called Nigella or Cucarella. So they're either a Michelin star chef. Or, well, Nigella isn't a Michelin star chef, so they're either a chef or, <laughs> or a footballer. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you a name. Okay. And then we'll alternate. And it's first to first to four correct answers. Okay. Terrific. Right. Okay. okay here we go. And you can go first. Thank you. So I'll give you a player's name or a chef's name, and you tell me if they are a player or a chef. You ready? I am more than ready. Are you leading in with it's a quiz or we we we're oh about yes let's do the quiz intro how could he forget here we go it's a quiz it's a quiz it's a quiz it's a quiz the loser gets their captain picked by a listener with great instinct sometimes cruel and sometimes kind the listener is always right it's a quiz it's a quiz it's a quiz it's a Quiz. Hooray! Hooray, there we go. The excitement is building for the quiz. Anthony, your first question. Yes. Are they Nigella or Cucarella? And the, the name I'm giving you is Kike da Costa. Kike da Costa. I will go uh, player. You're going player. Let's see. It could get messy. Oh, oh it could get messy, bit. Anthony. It's yeah, very messy no. for me. Yeah, Kike da Costa has got five Michelin stars. Well, who knew? Not me. That is not how you wanted to start. Why? Why is a tire company sponsoring the grading of restaurants? Don't have, we don't have time for this. Okay, okay. Well, I just don't know why they're getting involved, frank, frankly, and why Goodyear missed out. But anyway, hey, let's, let's. I mean. Indeed. People can send in answers. Why Guinness, um, you know, in control of world records. Did you did you know that the man Good who point. invented the lie detector also invented Wonder Woman? I didn't know that. Did you know <laughs> did you know that Mussolini liked milk so much that he uh, invested heavily in development for uh, milk based clothing? Well, did you know that? No. A lot, and a lot of American caps during uh the World War Two, I think. Please, please don't move away from the Mussolini thing. Were made of a milk protein. <laughs> okay. Did did he design? Did he design uh, uh, milk-based clothing in the sixties? Perhaps a mini milk skirt. Lovely. Lovely. Right. Lovely. Ready where you are. Anyway, so let's not. This is tangentastic. Nigella or Cucarella, Mike. Cucarella. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Andre Jones. That's A N D R A I Jones. Mm. 
Cucarella. I'll stand by my original answer. Cucarella. Exotic. It is exotic. Yeah, place with Geisley in uh, the non-league. Well done, Mike. Not as much. Thank you. Okay, Anthony. You're mm. one nil down. You're one nil down. Joe Yauchifano. Oh gosh. Joe Yauchifano. Sounds like sounds like it burns. <laughs> Get some cream for that. Wow. The old Yauchifano. Oh, poor Yauchifano. I'm going to go for Nigella. You're going for Nigella. It could get messy. Oh, oh this is not going well. Place for St. Albans. Disappointing. Oh, poor guy. Michael. Nigella. Wait. <laughs> Marius, Marius Marin. Oh, that's definitely Nigella. Uh, uh, no, uh, yeah, Nigella. It could get messy. A uh, place for Pisa. Wow. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. That's disappointing, isn't it? Anthony. Mm, yeah. Yes. Nicholas Siega. Nigella. You're going Nigella. Come on, one of these has got to be a chef. Messi. Oh, oh, for... <laughs> is there any Not... chef in this? Mike, the question for you is Cucarella or Nigella? I'll give you the player's name. Giuseppe Sibili. Uh I'm going to say uh, player. I think he's a non-league player, isn't he? Exotic. Exotic. He also plays for Pisa, actually. But um, wow. good, good effort. Mm. Anthony. Yes. Are you ready for this? So. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Thomas Keller. Similar mm. surname to you, Thomas mm. Keller. Indeed. Uh, and because of that, I will go for player. Yeah, for player. It could get messy. Oh, oh Anthony. Terrible oh, no. at this game. I am really, really, really bad at this game. We're going to change Scott. it to first to three. It was initially first to four, but you're both. Oh. We're both terrible at this game. Well, hold on. I'm 2 0 up. I can't be that terrible. No, we'll keep it at first to four then. Okay, Mike, you ready for the next one? Oh, so ready. Okay. Yannick Eleno. Yannick Eleno. Uh, I'm going to say that is a Nigella. A Nigella. Exotic. 3 0. He goes. Oh, yes. He knows there. his chefs and he knows his players. And. Uh, Yannick Elena has ten Michelin stars. It's very I just, uh, wow. I just, I just tried eating a Milky Way. Um, it's food related, so it's not a massive tangent. And <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried eating a Milky Way by taking the chocolate off first and then just eating the insides. It's nigh, it's, it's nigh on impossible. Don't mm. say I don't know if you've ever done that. I mean, anyone who's ever eaten a Milky Way has done that. Have they? Of course they have. Well, have not success, like... not successfully. <laughs> It's not the easiest, is it? But I think feels oh, right. I'm going to try freezing them for next time because I mean, it was very, it was a very sticky situation I found myself in. Very easy task, really. Yes. All right. Well, uh, there's a challenge then. Before <laughs> before next week, I want pictorial evidence that you have, and without a knife, I'm not uh, allowed. Joe Wicks says no. Oh, Joe Wicks. What? Joe Wicks has no knives. Joe Wicks says <laughs> no chocolate. <laughs> And okay, and there's a little challenge for you, mate. Can you eat a milky? Can you get all the chocolate off a Milky Way without, I don't know, just being in a horrible, sticky mess? I'll see what I can do, mate. Three nil for the win. Let's do this. Anthony, you're up. Yes. Is this a Nigella or Cucarella? Jordi Cruz. Ooh. Jordi Cruz. 
Nigella. Go Nigella. Exotic. He's back in the yes. game. Yes. Well wow. done, Ant. A even I, you were, you're so much of an underdog that even I was rooting for you. <laughs> oh, good old Willie Big Balls. Okay. <laughs> this to wrap it up then. Michael. Yes. Courtney Meppen Walters. Oh, uh, absolutely. That is a uh, that's a Cucurella. Cucurella for the win. Yeah. Exotic. Yeah, baby. Yeah, place for Chorley. Yeah. There was a lot of players in there, Phil. Well, yeah. uh, not just Chorley, but Chorley FC. Um, yeah, I'm very familiar with his work. Terrific. Lovely well, weather, Mike. It meant absolutely nothing. Well done. Oh, it, well, it might not have meant anything to you. Pride. And that was that was apparent in the way that you played, but it meant something to <laughs> it meant something to me, Anthony. Another victory, another little another little chink on my bedpost, so to speak. Indeed. Indeed. Well, well done, mate. Congratulations. Thanks. Oh, I don't know. Don't know why I've made a bedpost reference there. That was oh, unnecessary. No idea. Don't deal with this sort of nonsense on the pod, smut. Boys, boys. Last week it was a bit of a a mess, wasn't it? The the average score was what forty two? Did you say? Or forty three? Forty three. Forty three. Did we learn anything in the in last week's fixtures? Oh, okay. Well, like I say, I'm I'm just hanging on to the one bit of advice I've got, which is get rid of um, Ferran Torres. Really, that's all I've got for you this week. Okay, no, that's fine. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm grateful for that. What What do you suggest we do with Spurs assets? I had Regulon. Oh, um, get rid. Get rid. Certainly, defensive assets. Get. I mean, they look absolutely shot of of any confidence at the moment, don't they? They got ripped apart by Arsenal in the first half on Sunday, and just the whole body language of the players seemed completely wrong. If you look at Harry Kane, for example, I know he made noises about wanting to leave the club in the summer, and you can. It certainly feels like that now, doesn't it? it doesn't feel like he's to me that he's settled into it, and his mindset is with Spurs. Um, I don't. I I, yeah, I don't know, Ant, and I I hate to. Um go against your excellently formed opinion but <laughs> when i when i was when i was watching the game on saturday actually if you looked at saka's goal i think it was the third goal for for arsenal um he had sprinted all the way back from the opposition penalty area and it was him that was putting the challenge in and yeah it, it was a challenge that unfortunately then ran free to saka to score but it, it's him working his backside off so i don't know that that's a, a lack of commitment the only... to the cause the only caveat I would say to that is that it was him who gave the ball away. So maybe there was a little bit of guilt in that run that like, oh, I've given the ball away, so I better try and make up for it. I could be wrong. I don't know. That that was just my view on looking at the game. But um, mm. yeah, Spurs are in a bit of a hole at the moment. And I think probably their initial results masked where they are. And um, they look like they are a mid-table team at best. It looks like they've mm. had a, a new manager bounce, but with a bowling ball. Do you know what I mean? They had a, a ever so slight bounce, and and mm. now it's bouncing at all. Um, could have probably think, given you a better analogy, but do you know what I mean? It's just deadened. Yeah, they um, they look very easy to get at. Was that nine goals in the last three games? Um, yeah. Palace, Chelsea, and now Arsenal. And Palace and, and Arsenal before the, the the two fixtures against Spurs hadn't exactly been free flowing and scoring goals for fun. So uh, worrying times for them. The other thing that I learned. Um, uh, from last week's fixtures. In fact, just going back to the Monday night game, the, the most recent of, of all the games, um, is that uh, is, is really the superiority of, of Eagles in the bird world. Um, I was... 
I was <laughs> I'm serious. I was um I was curious really as to uh which, which is the the superior of the two birds. Obviously, seagulls um are quite intelligent. Um, they've got an eye for fish and chips for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way that an eagle might not. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, eagles can fly up to thirty three thousand feet. Wow, which is pretty incredible. Only, only really above the uh, the eagle is the is the stork, which can fly up to thirty seven thousand feet, and and the plane. Well, and the well, and the plane. But that's not strictly speaking. That's not. Oh, actually, it might be a crane rather than a stork. I get the two confused. Well, you can give um, information, Mike, but if you can't, you know, confidently. What I'm definitely saying through. is that eagles can fly much, much higher than uh seagulls and based on that i think they'll finish higher than brighton this week i've done a bit when it comes to the fixtures i've done a bit of research based on that around some of the nicknames and who i think will win based on their nicknames and what what we can read into that okay Um, the eagle the eagles against the foxes is going to blow your mind i'm just i'm just saying wow yeah yeah. See, I, I mean, you base the intelligence of seagulls on the fact that they like fish and chips. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, by that token, I'm an incredibly te- intelligent person. Um, That's it, uh, yeah. Such is my love for fish and chips. But no, I. Uh, well, I think they are quite intelligent, aren't they? Seagulls. Yeah, they're massive. Mm, yeah, they're big. basically they're basically rats with wings, I, I, and rats are quite intelligent. <laughs> How have we got to this stage from talking about flowers to rats with wings? Incredible times. At least, at least my my facts about Mussolini liking milk—they're true. You've got this is true. You're basic. You're seagulls because they like fish and chips. It's not necessarily a true (laughs) statement. Uh, right. I'm just you guys talk amongst yourselves about actual FPM, FPL, and I'll tell you how intelligent are seagulls. And let's talk about Arsenal. Uh, yes, let's. So three three wins in a row, two mm-hmm. unconvincing one nils, and then this three one. Mm-hmm. I, I you wait, know. you wait till I get again. You wait, boys, till I get to guns against seagulls. It's a fairly predict. <laughs> it's a fairly predictable ending. <laughs> okay. Yes, Phil. Sorry, Arsenal. So you, like me, may have had Ben White at the start. Uh, uh, no, I had Kieran Tierney, and he, I think he lasted a week. Okay. Um, I shipped him out immediately after I uh, after I saw the Brentford game. Because Arsenal, I mean, we've we've dissed them, so it's only fair to, you know, give them a bit of credit when credit's due. Absolutely, they've got some incredibly cheap assets. Yeah, and they've got some good fixtures, haven't they? I mean, we talked about the fixtures even when they're in their sticky patch because we, you know, we seen the fixtures and thought, well, you know, if you like, you say Ben White, four point four million. I mean, he's now he's now coming to his own. He's doing really well. I mean, if you look at the Arsenal's fixtures in terms of fix, fixture difficulty rating, they've got nothing higher than three uh, until Liverpool away on the 20th of November. Brighton away, Palace home, Villa home, Leicester away, uh, and Watford at home uh, until they go to Anfield. So it does it feels like the tides turned a little bit there. It was quite interesting, I thought, seeing Arteta. Um, and how happy he was, and I've never seen him celebrate quite like that. Now, I think that was a big win for Arsenal, and I think it was the way they did it as well. And I think Aubameyang showed that actually when he's on it, um, how how good he can be. I mean, that second Arsenal goal was was a brilliant team move. Saka looks like the player he was for England a little bit in the Euros. 
So maybe there is a little bit of an upturn in fortune with them. You look and at maybe the we should be jumping on on their assets. I mean, you've got Ben White who who started at four point five, has gone down to four point four. He's starting mm. in their defence. Mm. Rams Ramsdale who might got on early, four point five million still, only owned by two point three percent of all players. I got, I got Ben White when he dropped to four point three. Just just saying. Oh really? He went down yeah. that low. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so. Ramsdale, he could be your keeper for the whole season and you could just leave mm. him in there. It looks like he's he's going to be playing, doesn't he? You know, Sanchez is 4.5 as well, who me and you have both got Ant. Yeah. And I'm, I'm probably not going to... If I had a wild card, I might switch to Ramsdale, but I don't feel feel like it's a good use of a transfer going from one 4.5 to another. Smith Rowe is 5.3 million and plays quite high up. Um, Tomiyasu in defence, 4.5 million. Yep, only 2% ownership of him as well. Um, so a nice little differential if you're looking for one there. Yeah, there is, there's some assets I think we probably need to start looking at in general with Arsenal. I can see that they they could well be appearing in quite a lot of teams soon. The, the template is breaking up as people are trying to chase, like me, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, and trying to pick players that other people haven't got. The only... Um, my daughter is still beating me despite owning... Uh, John Stones, who's been injured all season. <laughs> wow. So um, not only you behind Mike with all his hits, so that is also, wow, okay. It hasn't uh, been the best start, but as we know, mate, you do like to peak about March. Honestly, it's staggering how well she's doing considering, you know, all the her team's ridiculous. And each week she, she says, oh, um, do you want to, Daddy, do you want to help me with my team? And I'll, I'll offer some advice. She gets angry and then doesn't do it. So um, she's still beating me by 23 points. She's surprisingly surprisingly intelligent, like seagulls, who uh, are known to be very smart and clever. According to onekindplanet.org, people often see gulls standing in a field stomping their feet in order to bring the worms to the surface. That takes both intelligence and the ability to communicate. So, okay. Well, the ability to communicate, I mean, that's a lot of animals. Mm, a lot of valid. 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 And- and you spoke about Jamie yes. Vardy last week. I did. Um, let's talk Leicester. Mm. They're not doing great. They've they've not they what two all against Burnley. They lost to Brighton. Lost to Man City. They beat Norwich. Then they lose heavily to West Ham. Yeah, they're they're just they've just had a bit of a, a bit of a average start, haven't they, um, Leicester? Um, there was talk of them being the one to kind of change for the top four. It's not really happened so far, has it, boys? But Vardy's on forty points. Yeah, Vardy's Vardy's yeah. uh, Vardy's had six goal involvements uh, in the last six games. So, um, yeah, he continues to yeah buck the trend in terms of Leicester. Didn't you start with Vardy? Huh? Uh, I did. Yeah, first couple of weeks. Yeah, then took him out. Um, yeah, I kind of had that feeling with with Burnley that he, he I took him out when I got Ronaldo in basically, but I kind of had a feeling that you know Burnley would be the game for him, uh, and, and and it was. Bar the, bar the own goal. Another one, boys, I think that I've seen kind of flagged up recently is Yuri Tillemans. Yeah. Uh, got assists in his last two games. Um, he's created plenty of chances as well for his teammates in terms of the bonus point system that I've seen. And yeah, only 4.4% ownership, 6.4. So possibly pricier side of midfield, but he's certainly possibly one to look at. He's actually the second highest point score. I mean, if you're talking about Vardy, yeah, he's on 40 points. Tillemans is next in terms of Leicester assets. He's, assets he's actually six. 
In the last in the last three game weeks, he's actually created more chances than anybody else in the game. There you go. Yeah, and they've got Palace away, United home, Brentford away, Arsenal home, and Leeds away. Uh, a really struggling Leeds as well. So um, yeah, there's there's some assets out there as well. Look, boys, should we? Oh, sorry, go on, go on, Phil. Sorry, you would have thought they'd hit form as well soon. Surely, they they can't keep playing like they have been. Hmm. Yeah, but they are still relying on Jamie Vardy for me. They've got a great squad. They've got a great squad that, yeah, I agree. It, it must come good. So, hey, look, should we should we officially work our way through the fixtures, lads? We can. Can I just say one thing? Please, please do. I was very happy for this man at the weekend. Fantasy football aside, I was very happy. He's coming now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Well done. Well done. And he does, he does genuinely um, rowl. Keep him in the A. Uh, he does actually talk like that. Uh, no, he doesn't talk like that. Um, <laughs> Martin, Martin, Ty, Martin Tyler does actually call him that. Um, um, and, and I think it was somebody else commentating on Sunday who did the same. Yeah, they did. And it was, it was just so, he was obviously, so many emotions must have gone, gone mm. through his body when he scored that goal. So, yeah. What a goal it was as well, boys, by the way. Brilliant finish. Yeah. 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 Okay, boys, let's let's go through these fixtures then. Let's get planned. Okay. Okay. So first up then is uh Saturday, 12:30, Man United with another lunchtime kickoff, hot off the back of a midweek fixture against Villarreal. So mm. you just wonder whether rotation comes into play this weekend. Um, but they host Everton, who uh the weekend got uh yeah, continued their good form with a win at home to Norwich. Are we just looking at United sets in this? I tell you what, we are looking to to not do, and that's make Ronaldo captain again, are we? We learned our mistake from last week. Oh, he's had one. See. He's had one. He's had one. Literally one bad game in he terms had. of in terms of um, returns on FPL. One game, and people mm. are already sort of looking at dropping. Well, him. for me, it's not so much that. It's the early game. It's the first game, and as Phil knows, never captain somebody in the first game. Mm. Although, would you be looking at moving him out and, and freeing up some funds? If yeah, you've got, if you've got Salah, Ronaldo, Lukaku, which I know a lot of people have, myself included, mm. um, is he the one of those three, given the fixtures that, that are uh, upcoming, that you'd be saying, okay, you know what, if I'm going to boost some of those differentials, uh, some of those enablers uh, into something half half decent, um, Ronaldo's the one where I free up some funds? I think, yeah. like you say, you've said, haven't you, before, Mike, Chelsea Tastic, now is the time. Mm. You can't go to Lukaku. Um, no. Salah is is the man. You know, one thing I think we potentially have learned is that if in doubt you should captain Salah again. He's just in the points all the time. Um, never really seems to have a quiet week. Certainly not this season, anyway. Um, so out of the three, yeah, maybe you would. United, mm. they're kind of to me last few games feel like they're slipping back a little bit, don't they? To that United that they had initially under Solskjaer that were very kind of bitty, weren't they? And when they had bad games, they had really bad games. And I know they changed their eleven for the uh, West Ham defeat in the cup last week. But they kind of carried that on, didn't they, the weekend? They looked very poor. So, yeah, and if they don't score, again, if it's nil-nil at half-time in this one, you know, alarm bells might be ringing a little bit. Mm. Mm. I, I've got a theory on this because I've got the three, I've got Ronaldo, Lukaku and Salah. And I was ready to be quite impulsive last week and get rid of Ronaldo to spice up my team um, because I was frustrated that he blanked in one game. You can get a decent-looking team if you commit to just having a slightly weaker midfield and a stronger defence. Mm-hmm. So, so I bought in Josh King for Bamford. Josh King won't have to play every game for me, but it'll be between him and Liv Ramento probably who gets the 11th place in my team. 
But by doing that, I freed up funds. And now from having a real scrappy baseline defence, I've got Trent, uh, Rudiger, Alonso. And I've uh, still Alonso. But I've still got Lukaku, Ronaldo and Salah. But yeah. my back line is so much stronger. I'm I'm much better having Rudiger and Alonso in the back than you know uh, uh, who who who'd say who's a, a midfielder who's about seven million? What Torres who might not play? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I I would again. I just flag up that Trent may well not play this weekend. So, well, that's great. Uh, I've already taken my transfers, and and to be mm-hmm. honest, um, that's why you got a bench, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is very true. Uh, all right, Burnley against Norwich. Um, Chris Wood, I would I would give mention to here. Um, he's been, I think he's had four shots on target in the last two games um, against a Norwich team that are pretty leaky. Uh, I just I just fancy Burnley to to overpower them. This this feels like the perfect game for Burnley. The only thing I would say about Chris Wood is he's only actually returned in one game week. Um, mm-hmm. with the nine points he got in the home game against Leeds. Other than that, it's two points all the way. And I think this is probably an illustration of how poor Burnley have been this season, that he is their highest point scorer with 19, uh, and yet he's only <laughs> returned in, in the one game week. But poor old but, Norwich. Okay. So, 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 so what you've just said there, Ant, sort of backs up what I'm saying, because if you look at Leeds, mm-hmm. they're just a slightly better version of Norwich at the moment. Very open. Yeah, it's um, true. They're, they're trying for the will score more goals than you. Um, they're, they're trying to play out from the back. And actually, that's where Chris Wood has had his most success against the team like that. Um, and now he just plays the light version of Leeds in terms of Norwich. So, uh, yeah, I, I just really think, in t- if you know, sometimes we just look at uh, teams and how they're performing. But actually, tactically, this is a game ready-made for Chris Wood, I think. If you're if you're having a you know a pineapple on it and you're taking a one week punt and you're you're just looking to bring someone in for one week, especially mm-hmm. if you're wild, planning on wild carding during the international break, yeah, I think a lot of people are who are more patient than than us three. Yeah, then Chris Wood's not a bad shout, mm-hmm. but um, and he and he did me well at the end of last season, but it's just not not exciting watching Burnley games. No, no, okay, um, Chelsea Southampton then. Uh, we've talked a lot about Chelsea already, um, but I see that Mason Mount is a doubt for the European game this week. Um, so uh, he was one of the players I was kind of contemplating bringing in at this stage, but uh, they've got a few injury worries. Um, Southampton have just suddenly gone, well, maybe not suddenly gone. They are shot shy. We knew that Danny Ings leaving might cause a problem. We we thought opening day, Adam Armstrong scores that goal at Everton and we're thinking, okay, he's going to step up and replicate the form he's had in the championship it's not really worked out that way for him has it or is that are we being harsh uh well the only thing i would say about southampton is in the last away game they did a pretty good job of keeping man city quiet um yes they are very shot shy uh, they were probably a little bit unlucky you know they look like the better the chances against wolves but they couldn't see the ball in the net mm. but i don't know i think i could see chelsea being too good for them i don't think they would do what man city did i think they'd overpower them and um i think they'll they'll win it comfortably but is there a doubt in the back of your minds, boys, that they could do what they did at Man City? Yeah, it's a slight worry for me. And as is, we haven't seen too much rotation with Lukaku. He can't play every game. He's got mm. Champions League games. He's, you know, you've got to kind of wonder when Tuchel is going to want to rest him. He's going to, he's going mm. to have to have a rest at some point. And Southampton strikes mm. me 
as a as a team to play with pace like Werner, you know, because Southampton play a high line as we've discussed previously. Yeah. So captaining Lukaku, which would be my plan if I was choosing someone, that'd be my only worry. Are you nervous about that? No, I, no, I think he's fixture proof. I think you said that last week. I think he's fixture proof. Um, you're right. Werner could step in and do a very good job um, against Southampton. I think he, I think actually, uh, I flagged him up last year against Saints, and he performed very well against them. Um, it was one of the few games that he did last year. But I think, yeah, I think Lukaku plays, and I think he scores at okay. least one. Leeds against Watford, lads. Two teams that I can't quite figure out. I'm disappointed with Leeds so far. Yeah, same. And and weird. And people have got on Saar. I don't particularly like Watford, so I can't bring in Saar. I've got Josh King, but he used to play for Bournemouth, so that's the only thing that's getting him in my team. Um, I know a lot. Are you of people... saying that you don't like Saar because he plays for Watford, so you're not putting him? So that's a that's a personal thing. It's not a yes. In the same yeah, way yeah. that I don't like having Southampton assets. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I just don't, I don't particularly like Watford. They're a yo-yo team. They annoy me. Um, mm. So I don't like getting their players in. Um, mm. But yeah, saying that, I have got Josh King. But Saar has been a brilliant signing for a lot of people. He's their focal point, isn't he? So he's going to mm. be in and around anything that's happening for Watford. Leeds haven't kept, kept a clean sheet either this season, boys. So um, I can't see that changing this weekend. No, it's funny, isn't it? We all, well, an awful lot of us stuck prevailing in defence at four point five. I think it might be time to ship him out and swap him for maybe a Ben White um, or a Livramento if you haven't done already. Yeah, because I can see um, Josh King scoring a couple of goals this weekend, and you know, and that's what fantasy football does. You can kind of envisage, you can you can think, oh yeah, this person's playing there. You can envisage your players doing something a bit like if you you know. And, when I was younger, buying a lottery ticket, you can already think, "Oh, yeah, you know what? When I win it, this is what I'm going to get." You know, you can just you can just imagine what you're going to get, and then you don't win, and Josh King doesn't score. It's very frustrating, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sorry, tangent. No, next <laughs> um, game. Yeah, I, I I think um, I think Danny Dennis is still cheaper than Josh King, isn't he? And he's still playing. He is, but he's playing on the wing, whereas King, to me, seems to be playing more centrally. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I, I would definitely have King over Dennis, albeit for that little bit more money. Um, one player that's disappointed me so far in Alicia is Dan James. I had high hopes for him. Um, rather than I have the... high, high hopes. Sorry. Well, that's yeah. lovely. Um, rather than... <laughs> that was a really <laughs> lovely role reversal. Um, <laughs> rather than... Um... Yeah, rather than being a bit bar player at United, um, I thought that you know a run in the team at Leeds and he might come good, but actually he's he's looked pretty poor in, in what I've seen for for Leeds. So I thought the six million was going to be a bargain, um, but maybe not so much. Rafinha is still producing the goods, though, isn't he? Yeah, so, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rodrigo again, uh, very much involved. <laughs> Another player who is probably a better player than he's an FBL asset but yeah. very much in, involved in their goal at the weekend as well, Rodrigo. So um, he was the he was the assist to the assist, as he's been a couple of times already this year. Um, the, the the next three o'clock kickoff and the last of the three o'clock kickoffs we're going to talk about is the first where I've done a little bit of research. Um, what happens if a magpie fights a wolf? <laughs> um, uh, wolves host Newcastle. I can tell you guys that um, there have been 
quite a few occasions where magpies have, eat, have eaten uh, wolves. So, so uh, Newcastle to win them. Newcastle to win wolves. Yes, they're actually a very vicious bird. <laughs> but yeah. they like shiny things. Well, uh, shiny things and um, eating eyes out of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> That's an actual that, that's an actual thing. They, oh. they will actually peck the eyes out first. Oh gosh! So uh, yeah, and a, a metaphor perhaps for what Saint Maximan is going to do to um, Connor Cody. Bringing it back. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and, and an assist for um, Saint Maximan. You know, we all talked about how much we liked him, but actually, is an asset. He got he got an assist at the weekend. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe if you're looking at. You know, changing up Ronaldo and freeing up some money. You've got the Ivan Tonys of this world. You've got the same Maximans in the same sort of price bracket. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's not rule him out. That's all I'm saying. Trincao, if you um, followed any advice that I gave you about Trincao, get him out. Get him out. And get him out quick. <laughs> yeah. um, because he's having his eyes pecked out um, by the manager. He didn't didn't even start at the weekend. Um, disappointing. Disappointing. Just on birds and. And what happened? You found a dead bird on your trampoline yesterday. Yeah, it's quite quite strange. We just had dinner, and uh, my son looked 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 outside and uh, said, "There's a dead pigeon on the on the trampoline." And I thought I thought he was lying, but no, there was a dead trampoline. A, a dead trampoline. A dead trampoline. On the trampoline. A de- <laughs> yeah, he killed the trampoline while he was there. Maybe um, he just so that... died of exhaustion, just bouncing up and down too much. Maybe. Maybe. Um, How good are birds at trampolining? You should know this. Uh, well, seagulls are especially good at it, um, and they uh, worms appear out of nowhere when they're on trampolines because it sounds like the rain. Uh, Mike and and you should trust um, Mike on animal knowledge because I was with Mike on Saturday and he told me that he he once castrated a pig with. with <laughs> a That's a true story. That is a true story. Um, Can you tell us this story, please? Well, it's not much of a story to tell. Uh, Phil's just told it for you. I once castrated a pig with an elastic band. That was um, <laughs> Why? Doing little, just doing a little bit of farmhand work um, of the <laughs> summer as a teenager. Local farmer invited me to go and work for him. He held the pig down. I uh, popped the rubber band on. And uh, eventually what happens is uh, uh, loses all blood circulation to said area. And uh, <laughs> the old love spuds dropped off. So, was it this that haunted you for life, and this isn't why you do not like animals now? Uh, no, well, no, I don't think animals like me. Uh, if, if anyone's <laughs> going to come out of that, if anyone's going to come out of that feeling a little bit fed up, I'd imagine it's the pigs with me, really. But, um, the lesson here uh, is if, if Mike approaches you with an elastic band, back, yeah. Run. back on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Run absolutely. Away. Let's move, let's move to my next game, um, which yes, is Brighton Arsenal 5 30 kickoff. I did a little bit of research, lads. Um, very rarely do seagulls beat guns. Um, uh, but I did. Uh, the punishment for shooting a seagull with a gun um, is a fine of up to £500 or 11 months in jail. I don't know why they, they stopped short of the 12. Um, but an air gun will not kill a seagull. A shotgun, however, does work well. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone wrong this week. Um Brighton got a last-minute equaliser mm. yesterday, and then oh, Mope. it all went mad, didn't it? All went mad. Mope again, another one like Vardy, gone under the radar, hasn't he? Well, boys, he's in my team. I talked about my two transfers. Hello, Dennis oh, really? Out. Mope in. 
Uh, yeah, 2.9% ownership, boys. And the last two game weeks, 16 points, two goals. Thank you very much. He's actually scored goals in four of his six game weeks. So, um, but uh, the, only, the only thing that nearly stopped me doing it is they are now playing in Arsenal in a bit of form, but they are at home, Brighton, and they are still in form. So, yeah, I've gone for it. And I felt like a little bit like I didn't have anything to lose because Dennis is, yeah, he's not there for the long haul, is he? Let's face it. So, but that's a that's a bit of a price increase from Dennis. So, how did you fund that? Well, Mr. Luke Shaw, injured and probably not in form, out, and a guy I've never heard of uh, from Aston Villa who got 15 points the weekend in Courtney Horse. Uh, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. His first 90 minutes got 15 points. I'll have a bit of that. 4.4 million in you go, sunshine. Playing a Spurs team who look absolutely hopeless. Off we go. Lovely. You know, you, have you heard? Have you heard Court, Courtney Horse talk? <laughs> Wait, Go on. He, he talks a bit like this. <laughs> Cheers, Sean Dyche. Um, oh, wow. Oh, dear. I generally could get messy. Oh, dear. Yeah, so there you go, boys. Yeah, Mope and uh, and, uh, and Horse in. So there you go. Mope, I'm all, I'm all for. Uh, I'm not sure Horse is going to... Uh, I mean, it's not pronounced Horse. It is, it is now. It is now. could get... Messy. Yes, it no, could indeed. I put my I put my horse on the fact that he'll score. I'm not sure he's going to start every game. Is it? Surely they just put him in because they wanted to play three at the back against United. Quite possibly, but he scored 15 points. So how, how can Hold you on. the man who does that? All right, settle down. We've jumped a game here, lads. We've jumped a game. I know we talked about Brighton and Arsenal a little bit, and we talked about Arsenal earlier on in the pod. But uh, let's not miss the Eagles and the Foxes. Yeah, uh, indeed. Right? indeed. But Brighton. Okay. Brighton, obviously doing tremendously well. And, you, I mean, Mopé's got Norwich after the international break as well. Exactly. Seemingly can't be bothered to play in the Premier League. And so, so yeah, so that could be a really good idea, Mopé. Especially if you're, if you're wildcarding after that game, maybe. Mm. Me? Yeah. Well, no, you're not. Some, someone, Somebody you know, might, yeah. Will be wildcarding. As I say, I, I had with 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 Dennis. Yes, okay, he scored against against Norwich, but everyone scores against Norwich. Um, and other than that, like Mike pointed out, he's actually playing on the wing. Josh King seems to be the man that Watford are going to try and rely on for goals this season, along with Saar. So I felt I had nothing to lose here by getting Mope in, especially while he's still got low ownership. Okay, uh, let's let's talk about Crystal Palace Leicester then, lads. Um, just I'll I'll just start by saying that uh, obviously Eagles thirty three thousand feet. Flying foxes, not anywhere near as high. Um, and also, golden eagles have been known to large uh, attack large mammals, deer of all ages, and have been uh, observed attacking and killing them. So, with that in mind, I'm going for a Crystal Palace win. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, old, old Fieri, he's, he's not done a bad job, has he? I, I was expecting him to be De Boer Mark Tour, uh, Mark Tour, Mark Two. Mm. Slow start, but it's it's starting to kind of click, isn't it? A little bit for Palace now. Yeah, I saw they played Odson uh, Edward from the start, and um, I was hopeful for him that he might um, add to the the goals he got earlier, uh, the, the game previous, but um, that didn't happen. He was hauled off after about sixty minutes. Uh, maybe that's just a fitness thing. Um, Benteke came on for him, and of course, Benteke probably um, more helpful on defending set pieces when they were a goal to the good, um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I look at that Palace team and I'm not sure there are many players that I'd be looking at bringing in. 
I would say they're definitely outperforming, you know, their ability. Mm -hmm. I think Zaha at 6.9, he turns up when he wants to, doesn't he? But he's always dangerous. He's currently got two goals and one assist in the six games so far. But he's he seems to be fired up a lot more. He seems to be more aggressive than than I've seen him for a long time. Mm. But the, Palace, the only two assets I would consider are Gallagher, 5.7. And you've got Gallagher, haven't you? I have, uh, yeah. Just because I think he looks like a good player and he's, he's a fun player to watch because his, his movement's excellent. And Gaeta, who is 4.5, will get you plenty of save points. Um, I think he's, yeah, he's made 19 saves so far this season. Yeah, well, on Gallagher, he's got 32 points already this season in, in the first six game weeks, so he's he's had a really good start. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and he's he's grown his hair out, and as we all know, that's that's only only ever going to help his ability on the pitch. Uh, Leicester, like we said, they're underperforming, but Vardy's still getting the points from a fancy football perspective. Don't go near their defence because they are incredibly mm. leaky. Mike, you had Schmeichel at the start, didn't you? Schmeichel and Bertrand. Yeah, yeah, Bertrand. Yeah, mm. he did. Yeah, mm. um, but Leicester. I think when Leicester get a a win, I I would happily suggest lumping on them. Yeah, because they've got fairly decent fixtures coming up. Palace, Man United, being the tough one. Brentford, Arsenal, Leeds. The next five. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So and Barnes, if he scores one, I think he'll he'll kick on. Yeah, he needs that, doesn't he? Though he's he's had yeah. a slow start. He's a confidence player. He's six point eight at the moment. Madison's obviously dropped dropped away. He's he's long gone. They, Forgot they, a man, isn't he? Yeah, they started Lookman, who's six million on the game. They started him on Saturday. <clears throat> yeah, he, he he's he's still a decent prospect. He burst onto the scene, didn't he, a few years ago? But yeah, he's um, one who he's probably want to keep an eye on. Not put um, championship. Spurs Aston Villa. This is one I went down a bit of a rabbit hole with, lads. Um, uh, I looked at the uh, the biggest ever villain, um, which was Hannibal Lecter. Um, <laughs> the only information I could get on Hannibal Lecter was that he cut his own hand off to escape uh, being imprisoned, uh, held down by metal. That was the closest link I could make to a spur, which is also made out of metal. But on that basis, I'm going for a Villa win. Cockerels, aren't they? Spurs have got cockerels on there. Yeah, but Aston Villa have got lions. Yeah, I suppose that, it, yeah. You know, it all ends up, it, it's pointing to a Villa win, I would say. Yeah, mm. okay. And Villa, like like we've discussed, Courtney Horse, Anthony, um, you've got in on Courtney here. Horse! <laughs> <laughs> I've but, jumped on the bandwagon by, while literally nobody else has. Yeah, you, you've, you've made a bandwagon and you've mounted yeah. You're looking around for anyone who wants a ride. 0.4% ownership. Uh, ownership, come join me. But the the 2.7% ownership, Matty Cash. Mm. Yeah, he's he looked decent. He looked like Jack Grealish. He scored a goal already this season. He's he's got a couple of bookings, but he's doing really well. Really, another, really another nice. player who another player who had in my my team at the start of the season. Um, you can't I, you can't mention that because you've had I, everybody. I, I have had everybody. Yeah, it's all above you. Um, but yeah, I have had everybody. You're quite right. Um, but yeah, really, really good going forward on on the right hand side. Um, has an eye for goal. Yeah, I like him. Um, I, I would say with with Villa, the fixtures have got to be right to to be having cash in. I think. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. the the one tip I would have with Villa, if like me you've got 
as many premium assets as possible in, and then you need a 4.5 million midfielder. Douglas Louise has got two assists in his last two games. He's playing most of the matches, 88 minutes, 90 minutes, 79 minutes, and then two more 90 minutes. So he's playing most of the game. 4.5 million is is what you can expect points-wise from a 4.5 million player is usually minimal. So for you, for someone to be getting assists, and he's pushing on a bit more this season, I'm seeing in, in games that I've watched with Aston Villa, he's higher up the pitch. I would I would consider if you've got like Basuma, who's injured at the moment, like me, then Douglas Louise would be a, a great straight swap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah, agreed. agreed. Um, uh, a hammer against a B, lads. Um, this is the last one I looked at. Um, and it won't surprise you to know that the hammer wins. Um, <laughs> well, that is a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Please the don't please because they they are doing wonders for our wildlife. Without uh, uh, as our as our daddy longlegs, they do a very similar job, but don't get the same good press. Um, I would say, uh, yeah, I've bought Ben Rama in lads. I've, I know I'm about three oh, weeks wow. late on this, but I've bought I've bought him in as an enabler actually. Um, swap Torres out for him. Um, because actually West Ham's fixtures are are fairly kind over the next few weeks. So, um, yeah, uh, West Ham have got, he says, on the fly. Um, They've also got Brentford, then they've got Everton, then they've got, I'll just give you the three, because otherwise we'll be here all night. Uh, Then they've got Spurs at home. So that's not so bad, is it? Um, Yeah, so I've I've brought Ben Rama in. Nice to see Suchek in amongst the goals this weekend. Mm. Yeah. Brentford have got West Ham, Chelsea, Leicester, then Burnley, Norwich, Newcastle, Everton. If you've got a bit more money for a third striker, Tony is really hitting form now. Mm. He's really mm. starting to feel more comfortable in the Premier League. I think maybe the first couple of games he was just a bit nervous about the big stage. But he's he's owned by a lot of teams, I imagine dead teams, who had him from the start. But then his price went down. It's actually dropped from 6.5 now to 6.3. And Ivan Tony, he's got 12 points against Wolves, five points against Liverpool. And those fixtures aren't terrifying. The Chelsea game's not ideal. But apart from that, he hasn't got a bad fixture until mid-December when they play Man United. Yeah, they've been a breath of fresh air, haven't they, Brentford? They're, they're, they've had a great start. And that, that game of the weekend was, was brilliant. So, yeah, like you say, Tony is, is coming into a bit of form now. I've... um. I've got I've got Pookie for the next three, and then I switch to Tony because uh, I just think that the next the next few games for for Brentford aren't so great, um, and then they have that run of four games that you mentioned just then that are really strong. Whereas Norwich play Burnley, they play Brighton. Um, yeah, in fact, it's the next two games, uh, Burnley and Brighton, um, and then I swap across to Tony after that. The thing with the thing with Brentford, it, I think Ant mentioned that Burnley have got their highest point scorers. Wood, who's got nineteen points, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Brentford have got eight players on twenty-two points or more. Their, go. goal, their goals are coming from all over the pitch, so you could easily take a punt on one of their midfielders, and he could well, you know, do well for you. So, or, or their defenders, you know, their their defenders are doing really well. I love Brent- both their fullbacks, you know, Pinnock and uh, and, and Henry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like both of them. Pinnock, yeah. by the way, he was playing for Forest Green Rose only four years ago. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Uh match of the day. Uh <laughs> 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 sorry, mate. Uh Liverpool against Man City. That's the uh 
that's the blockbuster to finish then on Sunday afternoon. It's both nice. Knackered, both knackered from their European exploits um, at Anfield. How do we see this one going? I was surprised to see Man City take all three points against Chelsea last weekend. Mm. No, no, I think it's going to be a tight, cagey game. This one, there wasn't many chances, was there, at the weekend? It feels like this could be another game like that. Um, Man City, Jesus, is he somebody you might want to look at? It's interesting. Yeah. When he's played, he's done all right, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's he's made that position his own, really. He's, he's actually played more than I thought he would. Mm. And he's he's dropped down in price because, you know, people don't really see him as an asset. But he's 8.6 million now. And he's, Didn't... Played, he's played in every game and he's he started the last five. Didn't play tonight in Europe. So um, whether, really? you, whether you view that as a resting or just he's, he's in line in terms of rotation to come back in again at the weekend. Uh, they played Sterling through the middle tonight in, a, in defeat at, at PSG. So, um, yeah, I would I would fancy him to start. Salah's got a great record against Man City. You know, I'd be wary of maybe captaining him against what is a fairly decent defence. But um, his record is, you know, if people are worried about, you know, whether they swap out Ronaldo, Lukaku, or um, mm. or Salah, I'd leave Salah in there for this game. I, I think there's every chance he'll haul. But um, yeah, and, no. Uh, the joy of captaining Salah is that he's in the last game of the game week, so you've got mm. hope the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. Who comes in for Trent if uh, if he's not playing? Uh, I imagine they will play uh, the the lad who can play at centre back as well, oh, whose name escapes me. Which doesn't help people right mm. now. I'll get you. His, I'll get you his name. Uh, can you talk briefly about City? They have got a lot of well, De Bruyne's back, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he, he did play what eighty-five minutes, I think, at the weekend. Yeah, and no one's got De Bruyne that that you know in any of the mini leagues that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. So um, I would yeah, Joe Gomez. Thank you. Um, I think would would play right back, or yeah, I'll just stick with Joe Gomez. Oh, that's but, a lovely. That's a lovely Gomez against Sterling, which is a hmm. uh, yeah. We've seen a bit of history there between the two of them. Yeah, there is. Yeah, um, but if if you are moving off Ronaldo, you can save a bit of money, and uh, then you might be able to afford De Bruyne in midfield. Yeah, would you be looking at that as an outlandish punt if you're playing catch up? It's an outlandish punt, and and I wonder, is it just too soon in the season? I mean, even somebody that's playing as poorly as you are, Phil, Thank you. Uh, it, awesome. surely, surely it, it's it's still early days for kind of yeah desperate measures like that. We're six six games weeks, eight games weeks, eight game weeks in. But he's, I mean, it's it's not outlandish. He's Kevin De Bruyne. He's he's been one of the highest scoring players on the game for the last three years. Yeah, yeah, I guess you've also. You know, I mean, it's how much you want to get burned by Pet Pet Roulette. I mean, you've got Mares. I mean, that's that's woken everyone up. Thank you. Uh, he's not started since the first game week of the season, which is staggering. Is he getting saved for Europe? Him and Sterling, actually. Mares did did start tonight. Um, uh, so it was himself. Sterling and Grealish um, with, uh, yeah, Mara's on the right, Grealish on the left. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that he started Grealish in every game. Yeah, mm. it's quite amazing, did, isn't it? did tell you, boys. did say this would happen. You did, but now you've got rid of Grealish. 
Yeah, yeah, I've got rid of him, but I, I just, yeah, still, still correct. <laughs> after the City game, um, they are City. After Liverpool game, their fixtures open up. They got some really good, good fixtures coming up. Cancelo has been playing. Well, he's played every minute of every game so far. Yeah, I, I didn't bring him in because I didn't want to play Pep Roulette, but he has played like like uh, like your man Grealish. He's played every minute of every game. He's flying at the moment. He's six point one. I think his price has gone up now. But he's got forty four points in six games. In his you last, know. his last, right, he's got two points, and he got six, six, twelve, six, twelve. Yeah, and look, you you pointed out, if not earlier in in this pod, certainly last week, you know, you looked at some of the midfielders that you you, you could spend six million on. Yeah. Um, and and some of the defenders, you know, and Man City, there's always a chance I'll keep you a clean sheet, but Cancelo is yeah is a proven asset. Um, and at that price, you know, you're going to get value for money. It's it's a lot for a defender, but it's not a lot for a player. Imagine that for the past three weeks, I've had Traore and I could have had Cancelo. Mm. Yeah, so, that's quite a sobering thought, isn't it? You know, so at what point do I just play five at the back? <laughs> it's, just, it's getting more and more tempting. Mm. Yeah, it is. Five, two, just five, sooner, sooner rather than later, judging by that, mate. Well, you're just trying to tempt me into more transfers. but um, Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well that that completes the uh, that completes our roundup of the fixtures, then, gents. So just I mean, do- I would I would just you know just before we close that off, Phil, I'm just a little bit of advice for you as someone who's absolutely bossing this game. Um, oh, if I want advice, I'll go to my wife, who's beating all of us. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I, I would I would suggest that maybe you look at Trent out, Cancelo in, frees up even more money, and that run of fixtures, as you say, is quite solid. And it- Trent's a, an injury doubt. It's an injury doubt. However, Trent for me is just undroppable. I mean, okay. he, he he's he's had a you know he was injured against Palace and he got one point against Brentford. But before that, like Cancelo, he got twelve four, twelve six. You know, they're big big scores he's posting for a defender. Yep, I think I'd, I'd much and to be honest, I'd much rather get rid of Traore. I've got enough money in the bank to get Traore and swap him for Douglas Louise and then get rid of uh Livramento or even Omabamadeli and swap him out for for your man Cancelo. I mean it seems like I politely I politely earlier on said to you yes about Douglas Louise. I think because at the time I was looking at as to whether a fox could um genuinely be eaten by an eagle. But <laughs> I think that's an atrocious pick, Douglas Luiz. I mean, he wouldn't be in my starting starting eleven. He'd be on my okay. bench. All right. But instead of Traore, effectively in my starting eleven, yeah. I would then have Cancelo. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the satisfaction I'm going to have when I transfer out Traore next week. Mm. And then he, yeah, uh, and then he comes in. I don't care. I simply don't care anymore with that man. Okay. Boys, let's talk punts. Let's. Oh, look, I went first last week. So, and why don't you go first this week? We're looking for a player of 2% ownership or less um, who, uh, if if one of us gets a really good return and the other two don't, will uh, mean that, that, the, the, yeah, that they'll be uh, safe from having their captain picked next week by a listener. Um, who are you going to go for? Uh, yeah, man who looked back to his best at the weekend, scored. Um, he's got Brighton away, Bamiang. 
two percent ownership exactly. Still so, at two percent. Still at two percent. He did well for FPL birdies. So I'm hoping for the same. That's just based on price, though, isn't it? That he's two percent because he's Surely so much that. money. He's still nine point nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Phil. So I'm torn between uh, two lovers. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, okay. Chris Wood. And... That would explain the two bunches of flowers behind you. Well, exactly. It's all making sense now. Uh, I'm going to go Chris Wood. Um, it'll add a. Oh, you're welcome. Tinder excitement. You can have Rodrigo. Oh, that's exactly who I'm going to go for, Rodrigo. Um, would... But I will take the moral high ground by the fact that I've, you know, I've even talked about kind of tactics and playing styles and stuff when I talked about Chris Wood anyway. Um, so I'll happily take Rodrigo. But isn't Chris Wood playing Norwich? Yeah. And I, yeah. Do you not remember I talked to them about being Leeds light? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it seems like a decade ago, but mm. um, yes, I do mm. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Wood, Rodrigo, and Abamyang. Nice. Mm. Okay, gents. Cool. Well, thank you very much. And next week, like I say, we're doing our Megapod team by team. What have we learned so far about them? Players to watch out for. As if this doesn't feel like Megapod enough. Thank God. God love everyone and every each and every one of you that have uh, survived the duration of this. Oh, the editing in this. Did I mention that the inventor of the lie detector also invented Wonder Woman? (laughs) You did, and this is exactly why the pod's gone on so long. (laughs) Okay, fine. Gents, have a great week. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Uh, to Beth for doing us a review on Apple. We're up to six reviews. Oh, Beth, thank, thank you, Beth. you. Look at yeah. that. Absolute star. Absolute star. Thank you. And uh, good night. Take care, guys. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.